You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Bloomberg's David Weston spoke with Larry Summers, the former U.S. Treasury Secretary, and Steve Ratner, the CEO of Willett Advisors, to discuss the changes that we'll all experience with AI, as well as some of the consequences, too. I think there are two things that have to be added to the AI conversation. The first is that technological change really does have some major distributional and opportunity consequences. When I first heard, was first exposed to these stu arguments as an undergraduate student at MIT in the early 1970s, there were people explaining about how terrible automation was going to be. And then there were the smart people, for me at that time, personified by Nobel Prize winner Robert Solow, explaining that ultimately things evolved and new jobs were created and this was progress. And it's all right, just one thing. In the 1960s, 96% of American, American men 25 to 54 were working and only 4% were not. Today, it's more like 14% who are not working. Are there things we should be doing right now that we fail to do with automation and with globalization to think about those distributional uh, effects, potentially of AI, to make sure that we bring more people along with the progress? Absolutely. Look, I don't think actually Larry and I really disagree. I understand the problem he's talking about. It actually relates to automation a lot and, um, and also to trade. And where I think, frankly, The Economist and Larry may jump down my throat for this, but where I think The Economist got it wrong on trade, which is similar in a lot of respects to automation or other technological improvements in terms of its impact, is that trade had huge macroeconomic benefits for the country. We missed the macroeconomic impacts. Those workers in Flint or Detroit or in Ohio, some of their jobs were, and I actually just read something the other day, you know, rough justice, maybe half their jobs were lost to automation. The other half were lost to trade. And we didn't, we had this little trade adjustment assistance program which basically did nothing. And we have not really done a great job as a society, both in getting the benefits of technology into the hands of everybody. There's been this 
uh, lack of wage growth commensurate with the productivity growth over a fairly long period of time now, as well as individuals and finding them things to do where they can be more productive and happier. Larry, what about it? Uh, did the economist, and yes, the policymaker in Washington, it sort of let us all down with respect to both automation and trade? We should have done more to cushion uh, the various changes associated with trade. I agree with that. I'm not sure I agree with Steve's quantification. And I think that a full calculus on trade has to recognize a large number of benefits in terms of jobs created and in terms of real wages enhanced. But that brings me to the other point I wanted to make about uh, AI. And I don't know for sure about this, but if my suspicion is right, it's very big. Most of the technological changes we've had before came for working people doing relatively routine things. They were uh, automatic ways of picking cotton that came from agricultural workers. They were things that replaced uh, typists or telephone operators, as uh, Steve mentioned. I have a suspicion that AI is coming for the cognitive class. And part of the reason you're seeing such hysteria now is that it's the people who write articles and their friends, the people like the three of us who are more at risk from AI competition than has been the case with most of the technological innovations uh, in uh, the past. I would say that there's a substantial chance that AI is going to be much more of a threat to IQ than it is to EQ. It will be a very long time before AI will replace many of the kinds of direct physical work Think of working in a garden, uh, for example. So I have a suspicion that the distributional consequences of AI for the bosses versus the bossed may be very different than the distributional consequences of many of the other technological revolutions. And that affects how bosses are going to think about it in profound ways, they're going to be much more scared. And on the other side, it may be more benign from uh, the point of view of some of those who've been traditionally left behind. So, Larry, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, I think it is the cognitive classes, as you call them, who are most at risk. I might make a dis I'm not sure I would think about it as bosses and boss. And I'll use it, but I will use this historical analogy to give us a little bit of hope. When I started on Wall Street, as a young investment banker, I had nothing. I had an early HP 12C calculator in my hand. We had no, uh, we had no Excel. We had no computers to speak of. We had no nothing. All of our spreadsheets were done by hand. They took a really long time. They had to then be typed up. We'll put the typists aside. And then if I wanted to make a change, I had to start all over again. And now that can all be done with the click of a mouse with an Excel program by anybody with a, with a small uh, personal computer. And yet the number of people doing what I did 40 years ago when I started on Wall Street has multiplied since then. And so it became a productivity enhancing tool, not a job destructing, destructive tool. I'm perfectly prepared to believe that this may come out a different way. All I'm saying is I don't think we know yet. And I think history 
is probably still on the side that we will find our way through this in a positive way. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.